0: Support for the evening newscast comes from Bay Realty. Listing and selling homes, lots, acreage, multifamily commercial properties, and property management in the southern Kenai Peninsula since 1974. Learn more at bayrealtyalaska.com or by calling 235-6183. Additional support for the evening news comes from Duncan House Diner, owned and operated by the Gamble family for over 20 years. Proudly feeding Homer for three generations. Dine in at 125 East Pioneer or order online at duncanhousehomer.com. Good afternoon, you're listening to KBBI, AM 890 in Homer and K201 AO on 88.1 FM in Seward. I'm Hope McKenney with some local news on Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Warming oceans, loss of sea ice and rising temperatures are impacting weather patterns across Alaska. While statewide trends show increased precipitation over the past 50 years, a recent report offers insights into the distinct changes Homer in Seldovia may face. As KBBI's Sean McDermott reports, the scientists from the Woodwell Climate Research Center in Massachusetts are helping communities around the world to better understand their unique climate change risks.
1: Last year in Homer, a warm, dry spring gave way to a damp, gray summer. For Paul Castellani of Will Grow Farm, handling whatever the weather brings is business as usual. He and his wife, Jen, have grown vegetables at their property near Anchor Point for two decades.
2: It wasn't like an extraordinary summer, except for the way that the two types of conditions sort of were so uh, separated.
1: Weather patterns aren't always so clear-cut on the Kenai Peninsula. Temperatures and precipitation can vary a lot at different elevations. Castellani says there are times when a nearby farm higher up in the hills may get an inch of rain while his property sees a steady drizzle.
2: Well, I've had summers when they did just fine and my lower field just uh, flooded completely. I didn't even get to plant it until July. So it, it goes both ways for sure.
1: That natural variability speaks to the challenges Rick Toman faces in his role as a climate specialist at the Alaska Center for Climate Assessment and Policy. While most areas of the state have seen an increase in precipitation over the last half century, rainfall can be quite different from year to year.
2: Over the long term, everybody's going to see more, but in any given week or month or season, it can be very different.
1: In general, Toman explains that as oceans warm, more moisture evaporates from the water's surface into the atmosphere. When storm systems come along with the right conditions, the additional water vapor makes extreme precipitation more likely.
2: Over the past several years, Fairbanks, and of course around the world, uh, we have seen uh, many instances of these extreme precipitation events, whether it's the 40-odd inches of snow in Anchorage in 11 days, or the wettest year on record for both Anchorage and Juneau.
1: But a lack of data complicates Toman's job of forecasting what the future might hold. Alaska's mountains play a huge role in local weather patterns and the state has very few observation points or weather stations at higher elevations and only a handful above 1,000 feet on the Kenai Peninsula.
2: We don't have a good idea of what's going on in the mountains and that ultimately is very important for things like snow melt in the spring, which greatly impacts um, the ecosystem of the near-coastal environment. So that is really a big problem, that lack of information
1: Understanding how weather might shift locally, however, is what city planners and engineers need to know to prepare for a changing climate. And that's exactly the kind of information the Woodwell Climate Research Center hopes to provide. Alex Nagley is a postdoctoral researcher with the Woodwell's Climate Risk Group and helped compile an assessment for Homer and Soldovia last spring.
2: Our goal with this work is to provide climate projections to communities that don't otherwise have the resources.
1: Wildfire and flooding are two of the major concerns around Homer and Soldovia. She says both communities will likely see more drought and more intense rainstorms moving forward.
2: It's something that we're seeing a lot more of everywhere is this increased variability in precipitation and really more uneven distributions in rain and snow and how that falls throughout the year.
1: Both towns' airports are likely to be vulnerable to flooding, and in Homer, the spit, home to the harbor and central to the tourism season, may be increasingly inundated by storms. Meanwhile, wildfire danger will also rise, with peak fire season shifting from July to August. Some changes, like the length of the growing season, are already evident to longtime residents like Castellani.
2: It doesn't seem to freeze as regularly in October as it used to. It's oftentimes in November. So I'd say a week or two on, on either end. Snow is usually gone, I would say, on average, a little bit earlier than when we started out here.
1: Toman, the climatologist, encourages Alaskans to help quantify those kinds of observations by collecting and sharing information on rain and snowfall online. He suggests checking out Colorado State University's Community Collaborative Rain, Hail, and Snow Network for affordable rain gauges and straightforward instructions. On the Kenai Peninsula, Toman says there are only a few observations coming in from around Soldatna, and none from Homer. Researchers desperately need more snow and precipitation measurements, he says.
2: People are still the very best way to get that information.
1: Reporting in Homer, I'm Sean McDermott.
0: The Kenai Peninsula Borough School District Board of Education has upheld the district's decision to fire Matt Fisher, a Soldotna physical education teacher who was let go in December following a years-long insurance dispute. As KDLL's Riley Board reports, the school board voted unanimously to affirm Fisher's termination in a public hearing Tuesday afternoon.
3: Longtime teacher Matt Fisher was injured in a car accident seven years ago and received a large insurance settlement from the other driver. Fisher says he told the school district about that settlement at the time, but the district says it never got that notice and also paid out a claim for Fisher's medical bills. The district asked to be reimbursed for that payout, but Fisher said he was unable to pay it back. After a judge decided he did in fact owe the money, plus interest, he agreed. But the district refused the money, and asked instead for his resignation and a portion of the payment, before ultimately firing him late last year. Fisher appealed. At the appeal hearing Tuesday, the Board of Education was given a nine-page packet with the district's grounds for firing, and was not allowed to consider any other evidence or ask Fisher any questions. In that packet, signed by the district's Human Resources Director Nate Crabtree, the district lays out its reasons for terminating Fisher. It notes he breached his contract because he didn't hold the payout in a trust or immediately reimburse the district. The district also alleges Fisher used the borough's money inappropriately, including on multiple vacations and home improvements. The letter also says Fisher's comments to the district throughout the dispute were at times contradictory or misleading. The nine-member board voted quickly and without discussion, deciding unanimously to uphold Fisher's firing. A couple members of the board mentioned it was a difficult decision. One board member was absent for the vote. Fisher now has 15 days to tell the district if he wants to move to the arbitration process, which he has said he plans to do. This means a neutral third party will review both sides and make a decision that will be final and binding. In Soldatna, I'm Riley Board.
0: And lastly, it's first Friday in Homer, so get out and head to some fun art events throughout the community. Art Shop Gallery is hosting a Valentine's Mini Art and Craft Fair, featuring work by Alaskan artists today from 4 to 7 o'clock. Homer Council on the Arts is hosting an exhibit of paintings and photography by Lorna Bransuela, titled Chasing the Sun Down, with an opening reception from 5 to 7. HCOA also hosts the gallery at South Peninsula Hospital, with work by members of the Kachamak Bay watercolor society on display through the end of the month for more events visit the homer news website at homernews.com and that's the news from homer i'm hope mckenney and you're listening to kbbi am 890 and k201 ao 88.1 fm in seward find us online at kbbi.org thanks for tuning in and have a beautiful weekend